Welcome to Ian Taylor, Head of Communications to the Lovecast. Ian, seems a fantastic idea. Just tell me a little bit how this came about. Yeah, it was something that we were keen to do. We always like to freshen up our channels and the approach that we take to providing QPR fans with an alternative view to everything that's going on inside the club. So it's been uh, it's been good fun. It's been busy trying to get it already um, in time for the start of the season, but got a couple of good guests lined up today. So uh, yeah, all systems go after a busy pre-season. And from a media point of view, you know, you're very 24-7, if you like. How's pre-season been for you guys? Yeah, we've been at the heart of it. Um, Jimmy's very good in terms of the access he affords us guys. So um, we've covered it every step of the way from the very beginning um, when the guys returned for testing, which I'm sure we'll speak to Jimmy about a little bit later. Um, right the way through to the fixtures, the, the opening game against Aldershot at on July the 1st, I think it was. It seems like a, an absolute eternity ago now. All the way through the R's in Holland trip um, and then culminating in the, the game here against Watford on the Sunday. So it's been good. It's been busy. Um, it's been fun. It's been stressful. Um, everything that you <laughs> everything. expect from pre-season. But I guess from your point of view, um, watching it a little bit from the outside, how did you used to find pre-season as a player? Uh, as a place that uh, I might be in the minority here, I used to like pre-season. I used to like pre-season because you knew you were going to work hard, um, but you uh, you knew there was an end goal. I I uh, albeit the the first game of the season, so um, it can be an uncomfortable time. Um, it can be a stressful time in terms of putting your body on the line, but it, it's what it's what needed. And if you're going to be successful, um, you're going to have to be fit, and you're going to have to go into that unknown territory late in games that can win your points. And you know, I looked at uh, the league last year. I was at Burnley uh, and looked on with a little bit of jealousy. If yeah, you like, a bit of envy. When, when, when Burnley was celebrating, you know. But I looked at Burnley. They won the league. They went 22 games unbeaten. I don't think they were an outstanding side, but they were probably the fittest side in yeah. the league, the stats say. They were organised. And they had someone up front that could score a goal. So if that's the recipe to get out of the league, well, as I say, we're, we're on the right track. And the manager's obviously made it very clear that hard work is the very minimum requirement. He's had them training. I remember the, the Wickham game earlier in the pre-season campaign. The guys were actually training until about half four that afternoon before a 7.45 kickoff. So if you put in the hard yards, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank certainly believes that you'll get what you'll get what you sow, you'll reap what you sow, and the, the end game will be that you can run faster, you can run longer and that's where a lot of games at this level are won. Exactly and I think you know the signs were, were there for everyone to see at the back end of that season. Jimmy uh, you know he came in mid-December, it's not the ideal time to come in, certainly the four or five games leading up to Christmas you can't get much done on the training ground because of the rest periods but towards the end of the season you, you saw a, a real structure, you saw a, an increased level of fitness in the players, a real competitiveness where we were really hard to beat other than possibly Brighton but I was down at that game for 44 minutes we were the better side yeah. we got done with a free kick right in a stroke at half time and that changed the game but other than that we were in every game and uh, if we can turn the draws that we got I think we had arguably as many draws as anyone in the league last year so we're competitive if we can turn uh, those draws into wins the picture will look really really healthy we're recording this looking out on a soaking wet Loftus Road um, earlier in the week building up to this game against Leeds how much would Andy Sinton give to be out there on Sunday? God, I was just asked that question about 10 times earlier on by fans. You know, um, you can't turn the clock back, but, you know, I'll give 
I'd give everything. If someone just give me one chance, if uh, if if Les said, you know, you can have five <laughs> minutes at the end, I'd say, how much do you want? Some might say we need a winger <laughs> at the minute as well, a flying <laughs> winger. They wouldn't need me in the in the state I'm in. But uh, no, as I say, I look at you know every time I come to this stadium, I look and I, I reminisce to myself, and I, you know it's where I had the best. I've said it time and time again. And I'll say it again. It's where I had the best time of my career. Um, I'm just delighted to be back at the club in the capacity that I am serving in the small way uh, that I can. But as I say, uh, in answer to your question, I would love to be out there. Unfortunately not, mate. Um, it's very much podcast duties for you going forward. So <laughs> let's have a listen to see what Sebastian Poulter thinks ahead of the opening weekend against Leeds United. Welcome, Seb. Looking fit and healthy. Um, how's pre-season been? Yeah, hello, um yeah, really good. Um, normally, um, we improved a lot of things um, from last year, what we um, done. And yeah, the preseason was not really easy. It's always not easy a preseason. Everyone know that. Um, we're all professional, but um, the preseason is the hardest thing for the season. And yeah, we go through and uh, we are fit, I think. Or the most of the players are fit now. Great. And that's very important. That's good for the squad. That's good for the team. Good for the gaffer as well to have a choice. Jimmy worked you hard? Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> we, not just Jimmy, also David and Dirk and Charky, Wardy, everyone um, is in the boat. So, uh, yeah, we all worked hard, yeah. yeah fantastic. Obviously, being a QPR and being in England for, for one year now, um, it's always difficult when a player, being a player myself and you move club, that throws up difficulties and challenges. But not only did you move club, you moved country. Could you just share a little bit, you know, the difficulties or the challenges, if you like, of of what that brings both on and off the field yeah for me it's also especially because that's my after four after four years i think it's the first time that i stay after one season i moved the last four years every year the club and for unknown or whatever for to the new club have a new opportunity so now is in last year was a new club it was Kupia, and the new country of course it's a new language um, for me was um to settle in was not easy, but um, the team and the club hel helped me a lot. Um, a lot of people here who always uh, spoke with me, and that's the most important thing, that the club is behind you, and the club was behind me, and that's what I want to give back on the pitch um, that they bought me. And yeah, now finally I'm one, one year here, my English is improving. That's <laughs> my very game good. better than my German. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, my, um, my game is improving, um, yeah, so... I know how, how to play now in the championship and that's very important for me, for myself. So you mentioned a couple of things. If we look back at last season, your first season, probably fair to say after a little bit of a slow start, it was evident to everyone that you got better and better and better. Um, anything you put that down to or was it just um, growing into the, the environment or the team or, or things like that that you've just said? Yeah, I think it's if you want to improve your your game, you you can. And um, I always watch uh, every game, not just our games, also the other games from 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 the league to improve, especially um, the strikers, um, how they work. Um, it's not uh, just me; it's also other strikers who work good in the league, and um, to see how they work and how they um, yeah, sometimes to take the body in or to to hold the ball up or whatever and uh, yeah for me it's very important I spoke a lot of uh, with Jimmy um, he's the one who, who bring me in again I was um, nearly out um, to be fair um, so I'm really happy that uh, I played a lot of games last season 
and I still want to improve my game. Yeah. How does that work then? Because obviously you're learning from two people that have played at the very highest level, Les Ferdinand, QPR's director of football, and then obviously the gaffer, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Two good people to learn off. Yeah, of course. Uh, big legends, uh, wherever they played and scored a lot of goals. Um, yeah, for me, is that, that's our idols. Uh, so you can look up to them because they scored a lot of goals at what I want to have the clubs where I play and that's in a moment QPR and uh, so I speak a lot of uh, a lot of times uh, with uh, Les and uh, Jimmy as well um, because that helps me my game they give me tips they give me um, yeah tips how I have to to work that I have to work hard first and then everything will come and uh, yeah that's how that was the last couple of months and I would take that every day what they give me what which tips tips they give give me and yeah, I'm really happy with that, that they speak a lot with me. Fantastic. Uh, obviously, you, you've touched on it. You do one of your biggest attributes. You work incredibly hard for the team. Um, and I think the QPR fans have uh, seen that. Mm. Uh, what about the song that they sing without, uh, without repeating the words, you know? But it must be great that they've, they've taken to you in a, in a way that they've now almost created a song just about Seb Polter. Yeah, first of all, of course, I work hard for the for the team always. Um, that's how I w want to work. That's how I worked all my whole career now. Um, I looked for that. I looked always up to Miroslav Klose from from Germany mm. because he worked good always. player, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, player. he's not just a goal scorer that he was, of course, but he also worked really, really hard for the team um, backwards, and that's very important. That so starts important. that starts in the front, and um, that's how. Uh, Sherry or NASA or we all want to be in the, in the front, the strikers. And um, yeah, of course, I know um, the song is there now. <laughs> um, there's, uh, I like that. Go on, tell me when you go home. Do you sing it to yourself? No, 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 <laughs> not, not really. Under shower, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's one word maybe what they can change. Yeah, because exactly. there are a lot of kids in the in the um, in the stadium. <laughs> But um, big friendly German, might big be friendly, better. yeah, of course, maybe better. So <laughs> everyone is fine with that, and yeah, yeah, fantastic. And obviously, uh, you know, it was great to finish with a win preseason. All the preparations are almost done. You've already touched upon your best performance, maybe in a QPR shirt. You did say it was only a friendly, but you know, Premier League opposition. Yeah. So. Uh, that was fantastic, but I suppose all the players are champing at the bit or really looking forward to, to getting the season underway on, on Sunday. I bet you can't wait. Yeah, we, we all cannot wait. Uh, that's, what, that's what we work seven weeks for, for the, to start mm. the season. And now it's finally the last week and we all can concentrate for the first game, for the first home game for in our house. Um, yeah, and we want to take the points here. We're not going into the game and say we want to lose. And we worked seven weeks hard for the for have a good start in the season, and uh, yeah, we're all looking forward, and we're all happy to be fit, and that everything is sorted now uh, in front of preseason. We spoke a lot. We had a lot of meetings in the last couple of days um, as a team um, to to make us better, and um, yeah, so we're all looking forward. Yeah, you will come up against Rob Green on um, Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Obviously, he'll be in goal for Leeds or expected to be in goal for Leeds. Is there anything you learned from having come up against Rob in training when he was a teammate that you might just use to QPR's advantage this weekend? Yeah, Robert Green is a good goalkeeper. He had a lot of uh, lot of appearance, a lot of um, a big time, still a big time. Now we play against him. He was a teammate last year and he was the one who helped me as well a lot of times. To settle in. Who, who settle in to speak with me how is uh, England going? How is the championship, especially the championship going? 
and now we play against him and yeah we want to make him unhappy because <laughs> he's not anymore in, uh, with a QPR shirt and uh, yeah we're looking forward to see him also yeah. your hopes said Paul are your hopes uh, individually um, and as a team if you like but your hopes for the new season yeah, I, I have not really. Ho- targets or yeah, goals yeah, or anything. I have like not that. really hoped. Of course, I'm I'm a striker, and um, they the club pay me for for scoring goals. But I always say, if I see some of my teammates um, in a better position, I pass the ball. So, if I have like whatever goals in is in and I have maybe the same assist, then I'm fine with that because I want my teammates to score as well. And on the end of the day, it's important that we win as a team for the club and. Um, yeah, but anyway, of course, I have hopes um, for the season and um, to go through the season fit, to have no injuries. Of course, that's the most important thing. Stay healthy. Um, I wish all my teammates the same. Um, and that's the most important thing. When we, if we can go um, all through the season fit, then I think we play in a good season this year. Yeah. I think that's it. Um, great, great for you to come along and chat with us. We've uh, really enjoyed your time and certainly on behalf of everybody at the Loftcast, we wish you and your teammates all the best for the season. Thanks Thank for joining you. us. Always good a pleasure. Luck, Thank you. Thank good you. luck. Thank you very much. Interesting to hear the views of the big effing German there, Andy. Um, the big friendly German, um, yeah, as, he, as, as he referred to it. He's really, he's one that is a real cult hero here now. Um, remarkable, really, how he's turned things around. Yeah, he, uh, he had a, by his, his, his own it's admission. a slow, sluggish yeah, start. Yeah, had a, had, a, had a slow start, you know, but we, you know, can't be easy when you, you it's not easy when you change club. People have to realise that. And he mentioned that, didn't he? But not only club, but country as country well. Country as well, you know, so a, a whole new culture change if you like you know so uh, no slow start but he did incredibly well what I like about Seb Polter he's not the finished article but you know that you can see every time he goes on the pitch he gives his all for the team for the fans for the club for the badge and fans will warm to that hence the song as I say if we can change a word as you've <laughs> said too but uh, no he did uh, he did really well and what I like from speaking to Seb is he, he's he's got a desire and a hunger to, to add more to his game and to really, really improve, you know, and I think you, you saw the signs against Watford in the first half where people said he was pretty much unplayable, you know, because he's six foot two, he's as strong as an ox and I think there's more to come from him. And like he said, if he's if he can learn, if he can pick up five, ten percent off the likes of Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank and Les Ferdinand, he could go down to be a real hero here. Well, in he's the, got two, in of the best, years. two of the best to learn from, that's for sure, you know, um, you know, if I was a player and I had those two at the club, I'd be... I'd be picking their brains. I'd be in there, knocking ear. on the door. I'd be saying, you know, what can I do? What do you see? Can you can you take me for extra? You know, uh, and I'm sure he does a little bit of that. But uh, now he's done, uh, and he's a, he's a super guy, um, and he's done exceptionally well. You speak of super guys, and you've been in and around the squad over the last few days in the build up to this fixture, and there seems to be a real camaraderie. I know it's often overplayed, and I'm accused of overhyping it, being in the position I'm in um, from a PR point of view at the club. But it's it, there's no rubbish as I almost said bullshit there and I'm going to get told off and they'll probably have to edit this out <laughs> but there is no there's no bullshit about it it does genuinely seem a real close-knit bunch of guys who come in and work enjoy their work work hard and all prepare for yeah I'm, I'm, for the I'm, final I see that as well you know and uh, I don't think you should underplay that that does or can and will win your points and a hard back and I'm not wanting to keep harping back but when we finished top London club in 1992 or whatever that was very much us, you know, real team spirit, no, can I say it, big time Charlies, mm. no one above their station if they did, 
They were soon dragged in. There was people in the dressing room that would that would bring them down, whether that was Les, me, you know, Bardsley, McDonald or whatever, you know, it was just a Probably fantastic. more often than not McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a it was a great place to be, you know, and in answer to your question, um that can win your points when the going gets tough on a cold night up north somewhere, you know, when you need everyone pulling in the same direction. That definitely pulls you through. And in, as he said, the, the manager is his, his biggest critic. He often gets um, collared, whether it's in training or on match days, that he needs to continue improving. But that can only be good for someone like Seb Poulter. I don't like the word raw because he's he's uh, he's not the youngest of professional footballers now, but someone who still feels there is room for improvement. Well, if I was Seb Poulter and the manager kept going on at me, and I would, I would really like that because I see it as a backhanded uh, compliment yeah. almost. Being a manager myself, I used to say to my players, "When I stop talking to you, it's probably when I've look starting to look past you." So if they're on them every day, that shows they caring for him they want more from him and they can see the benefits so if he keeps playing well what he can bring to the team because we're all here for the same thing three points and then finish as high up the table as we can so if they're identifying things in Seb Polter's game that can enhance the team and help us to win games they should be on them all the time so Seb should be really pleased that they're doing that let's find out from the man himself then as we're joined by QBR manager Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank Welcome, Jimmy. Good Thank to see you. you. Um, first question, obviously, how's pre-season been? Uh, up and down, up and down. Uh, hopefully, that's a, that's a good thing. You know, um, you're trying things, you're looking at things, uh, you're looking how things are shaping up. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, we had a very good game against, against Watford. But then uh, you can't really stay still with that because there is um, still improvement to be made and, and, uh, and consistency is, is going to be very important. If we can bring that level of, of, uh, of commitment and, and, and performance to the table, then, um, yeah, uh, then, then that is good. Good, so working with the boys for, I think you've been back seven weeks or seven weeks before the season starts. Yeah. Uh, I know speaking to some of the lads, you've said you've worked them incredibly hard, which is, uh, which, which, which is good. But are you happy as a manager? I don't suppose you're ever really happy, but you're happy with the way the squad looks and is coming together? Yeah, look, you, as you said, you're <laughs> never happy. You're never happy. You always want better. You always want to improve. And, and improvement is not always going as quick as you want. You have to be patient. Uh, the boys are working extremely hard. Uh, we have come back a little bit earlier because we wanted the first week to be testing and doing all sorts of things. You know, so the first week you don't really actually work. You do more tests. But but no, I'm I'm very happy with the squad. Very happy with the boys' commitment. Very happy with the work that they have done. Uh, yes, they have been put on the distress at times. Uh, they have suffered, and but that is what is preseason uh, about, good, and 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 that might be also during the year, you know that at times you have to suffer and and, and work hard, and and uh, that kind of mentality has to has to stay. That that's what we are trying to really stamp into uh, our squad. When you say I've heard the word suffer mentioned a lot on the training ground, David Oldfield here today was talking about the other team is suffering. Is that physical? Is that mental? Both, both. Because when you're going to, to the extreme, you're asking of yourself, can I keep on going? Mm. And that is the test. That is the test for you 
that never die test and and that's what we want to get into him uh, into them you know uh, uh, that you've never been beaten uh, it doesn't matter how long it will take to score that 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 one nil you know if it takes 90 minutes 93 minutes it takes 93 minutes you know and if that means that you have to go 100 mile an hour for 93 minutes uh, you can you know uh, and 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 that's not the easiest thing that is mental but it also uh, asks your body to go to go a, a step harder a step more uh, now i know uh, that that the body can do much more and can cope with much more stress mm. than we think yeah you know pushing the players to their limits so so yeah. so, so we have to keep on pushing each other you know as simple as that oh, brilliant season just around the corner it's upon us you know we start with one of your former clubs yeah uh, Leeds uh, you had a, a, a great time there thoughts on Leeds and the season in general but just touching on the Leeds game what do you what do you uh, other than the very difficult game what are you expecting from the Leeds game or Leeds well Leeds has always been a club with uh, that had players with, with commitment and, and, and really played for the shirt so um, you're definitely going to get that you're definitely going to get that. You're going to get fans that yeah. is going to be behind that team and, and cheering on. So the atmosphere is going to be, uh, should be amazing, especially with our fans as well, you know, cheering us on. Uh, we're going to have a game of, of, of commitment, of, of, uh, of, uh, of hard work, but also good footballers. Uh, Leeds has got some, some really good technical footballers. So, uh, yeah, it's not going to be easy. But no game in, in the league is going to be easy. It's a tough league. So, so, so we have to be uh, mentally prepared and, and, uh, and, and ready to go. Uh, and yeah, Leeds, look, Leeds is, 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 uh, is a very uh, important club for me, uh, especially uh, about my past. Mm. You know, they've been very special uh, and they still are, you know, because uh, I think... Um, that they were my first club in England and, and, and I still got a lot of friends over there and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, I'm the QPR manager and uh, we want to win. We want to try to win and, and try to uh, to get three points and, 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 uh, and uh, you know, start off uh, in the right way. Uh, and if we can do that, then, uh, you know, I'm going to be uh, delighted. You spoke a lot there about Leeds and what they can do, but knowing you as I do, it's about what we can do, and that will be your focus between now and Sunday. Yeah, look, uh, always. Uh, I want to make sure that we are always us, you know? Uh, not disrespecting the, op uh, the, the opposition, knowing what the opposition is about, and also knowing what the game is going to be about, mm. what kind of game it is going to be. Um, uh, but then still in the game you have to try to see us back you know so we will definitely concentrate on us what we are going to do how we can be strong how we can materialize opportunities and, and, and where we can benefit from our game um, and, and try to put uh, certain people in, in the right spots and, and trying to hurt the opposition 
Could I just take you back a, a little bit in time, Jimmy, to when you were a player? You were a, a, a great player, had a fantastic career. Was there a point in your career, was there a, a, a certain time where you considered becoming a, a coach or a manager? Never. Never? Never. Never. It was uh, after I finished, after I finished football. Never thought about it. Never really looked into it. Um, it was actually Steve McLaren who who pulled me in and sucked me into it. Uh, and 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 said, "Come, come, and and uh, just spent a few days with me." And from there, it became, "Oh, that this is nice." And <laughs> and and, and uh, at least I'm I'm with the players. And then I started coaching the under 17s at, at at Chelsea, and and so on, so on. That's amazing because uh, I was actually the same. Actually, I, I never thought of it. That was the least thing, or uh, the yeah. the furthest on my mind when I was playing. As a player, you get in, you do your work, you get away, don't you? But yeah. uh, some players get into it very early. I've been lucky um, to to watch you work and get up to the training ground. What I see, I see Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank uh, on a daily basis. I see you with your tracksuit on. I see you in the thick of it. I see you barking out instructions, cajoling, demanding the most from each player. That's obviously you. That's obviously your character. When you played, was there anyone that you looked at as a manager or a coach and say, you know what, I like that, or I'm going to take a lot. If I ever do go into it, I'm going to take that into into what I do. Or was it just is Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank? What we see now is that just you? Um, I think that yeah, it, it is. It is me. It is me. Um, I think you have to be you if you're trying to be somebody else. I think the the players will see through that. Yep. And they they're not going to respect you. Uh, so so it is me. Um, um, there are a lot of managers that I've worked with, and they had a lot of good things. But then still, you know, uh, I find that you have to make them you. You know, you cannot just take something from somebody and just put it on. It has to be your salt and pepper has to go on to it. You know. Uh, uh, and 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 yes, I, I, I do think you, you learn from from everybody. You, 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 you learn from every manager, good but bad, yeah. good and bad. Mm. But but you have to make things your own and with your beliefs and your uh, your accents and and your little things with it. Just finally, then I know there's Ferdinand ringing you, so there's obviously something <laughs> imminent. Just finally um, for the Loftcast, for the people that are tuning in, what's your message to the QPR supporters as we enter? The first day of the season against Leeds on Sunday. Uh, my message is that we are doing our extreme best. We will give the shirt everything. We need their help in good and bad times. You know, in good and bad spells. We need them to be our 12th men. Our 12th men and pushing us on uh, because it's significantly will help the players it will help the players and we have to be together you know i think we can achieve so much more when we are one jimmy we wish you and the team the very best of luck for the season thank you thank you now i can call less jimmy ford hasselbank um great interview today talks about togetherness the team as a former player and now club ambassador, how do you see the importance of those two key words? Because if everybody is together, if everybody is as a team, 
gives you a hell of a chance. That's yeah, huge. I don't think you should underestimate it. Uh, and if it's if that sort of word togetherness is uh, or team is continually repeated, I don't think you should apologise for that. It is huge. That will win your points. Now, when we talk about togetherness and as a team, it's not just the team on the pitch. That's the people behind the scenes at the club who work incredibly hard to make sure everything's in place. We talk about the fans. Jimmy's already said about being the 12th man in a nothing better than a packed off this road and the fans are right behind you it's i don't think the fans realize themselves the the role they can play with the players on the flip side of that the players have got to get the fans with them by the performances it's a it's a it's a two-way street how do you view that because obviously you're as a player you probably thought well if we can go out on the front foot then the fans will be with us now with your non-playing hat on do you still believe it is down to the players or is it down to the fans first and foremost is it, or is it just a case of let's all start on the front foot if I we think, can? I think let's all start on the front foot but you know um, everyone's quite intelligent you know it would be great if the players come out the traps and I'm sure Jimmy the way he wants us to play he says get on the front foot let's get in their faces but then if he's it. saying that the Leeds manager would be saying the same exactly so it's a, it's a battle of who comes out on top but that that has to that has to be the way but I, I hop uh, to people I hop back uh, how great the QPR fans were last year we had just come back from that uh, capitulation at Fulham I think we were playing Bolton and we went 2-0 down after 8 minutes and that could have turned incredibly horrible yeah stuck with us sir. but it was almost like the QPR fans to the man recognised that the team needed them yeah and there was a chant went up and uh, I thought that was pretty amazing there will be times when QPR are on the back foot and do need pulling through and that is when supporters really need to show their true colours exactly the supporters have got to get behind the team you know we're trying to build here or the club's trying to build a more younger uh, youthful sort of team now with that is going to come mistakes yep. um, there'll be know, hiccups along the way hiccups along the way but I think if the fans can see everyone going in the right direction the game being played in the right way players really running through a brick wall um, for the for the, for them and for the, for the club and for the badge they'll put up with the odd defeat or poor performances it's when people, and it's been labelled at this club for a number of years now, uh, it's when people seem to be, and let me just put it out there, there's not one player that goes on a pitch and doesn't try, but sometimes players can look that way, mm. uh, and that can be a confidence thing. I don't think you should underestimate the word confidence and what is it, because you can't put it in a bottle and drink it, yep. you know, and, but that can make people look half a yard off the pace, not quite getting into the challenge. It's not that at all, so togetherness is going to be key as QPR move forward. What do you make of Sunday then? Tough game. Leeds have brought in a new manager. Um, a very good appointment. It looks like they may have finally got the right appointment in Gary Monk. They made some good signings. Rob Green in goal. Kamar Roof in the final third of the field. It's going to be a, a big test because people are expecting big things of a big club like Leeds this year. Well, it is a big club. It's gone through difficult times in the last sort of few years. Manager after manager. But they've got a manager in Gary Monk who I think is has got a bright future ahead of him. Did incredibly well at the Swansea mm. in his first couple of years. I see while I've been away, people tipping leads as a uh, dark horse, a almost dark horse, an outsider, you know. So, uh, but I say time and time again, and I'll keep saying it: this is we're playing and QPR playing in probably the hardest league in the world. That's not an over exaggeration. I believe the hardest league in the world to get out of. You know, there's probably 15 teams, us included, that think we should be there or thereabouts. And that's what makes it so hard. You know, it's a slog. It's Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. Squad comes into it. You know, injury suspension. So it's. It's going to be tough, um, and Sunday's going to be no different. I'm expecting a really tough game from Leeds. It'll be a good atmosphere, you know. They'll they'll pack the bottom end uh, up and down the, the upper tier and the lower tier. 
but uh, I'm excited to see us. I think the signings we've made have been good. They're the right age. There's a hunger there, and there's a there's a, a will from the players who've been brought in to want to be a QPR, and that can all only only be good for us as we move forward. Do you still feel we? A little bit short in a couple of hours. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank's phone went off a couple of times there. Les, Les Ferdinand, the director of football, was pestering wide areas and a front man, maybe. That's where that's where I look at. You know, I think we're solid at the back. I think um, you know with the new additions of Lynch additions, and Bidwell, uh, Colker back exactly. Stephen Colker back. You know, um, midfielders competition for places. I think Cousins gives us something that we probably didn't have last year with his real energy. Get around the pitch, box the box. But probably if you're pushing me, if I said uh, if you were saying to me, go on. We may be one or two players short. I would say probably a wide player and, a, and another striker. But they're the hardest ones to get because they're the game changers and they cost the money. What we would give for a Messrs Ferdinand, <laughs> Hasselbank and Sinton to fill the void, eh? <laughs> that would be nice, but that's not going to happen. So we'll, uh, we're relying the boys out on the pitch and we'll just wish them the best of luck. Yeah, very much so. Really looking forward to, to Sunday's game. Thanks to everyone who's listened to episode one of the Loftcast. We'll be back very soon. Come on, you ours.